0: Okay, so did you have anything you want to talk about today? Honestly, I have not even thought about it. I've been trying to go through all this stuff, but no, I have been trying to get stuff settled with these two jobs here and it's been driving me bananas. Alright. That's been my whole week.
1: Okay. Well, I'm going to send you uh, a link to this. Uh, just give me a second. How am I don't mind talking. I feel like, uh-huh. um, I feel like right now, the Canada is going through a huge crisis, and lately, all I want to talk about is housing, and I feel like people might get that like beat over the head with them, but like. Where okay. I live, the average house price is it, right now it's $800,000 and it's going up by 30% a year. All right? Right. So if I put away $500 a month um which is significant um what is the what is the down payment like 10% if you're a new home buyer?
0: I think you can get away with 5% if you're a new home buyer and 10% if it's not your first time.
1: Okay. So we're looking at $40,000 for a down payment in my area. Right? Yeah. So that's um 40,000, so it would take roughly 20 thousand months, is that right? Yeah because 20,000 times... Oh, no, hold on. Hold on, i got to have to edit this out so that I'm not such an idiot on ca- uh, camera here.
0: <laughs> uh, you're learning so much about it, yeah. so now we can do that. Let's see here. I've
1: got Excel up here. Uh, so i got 40, 1, 2, 3, divided by 500... Equals 80 months. So 80, it'll take me almost, what, seven years? A, almost seven years to uh, get a down payment for a, a house. Right? Almost yeah. Almost seven years. So not a well, big seven deal. years is a long time. Yeah. That's a long-ass time
0: it really is a long time and that's not even taking
1: into account that like that's right now right like
0: yeah and it keeps going up so by the time you save that you'd need to save for another seven years to keep up with whatever's happening yeah so it's
1: like saving a reasonable amount every year i would never be able to buy a house Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah. So, did you get that thing that I sent you about how Christian Freeland, our foreign. Our, our, yep. What does she do again?
0: She is a foreign real estate speculator, and Justin Trudeau dabbles in real, but what is, real estate. What is
1: Christian Freela, uh, Christia owns, Freeland's title? Uh,
0: foreign yes. Affairs So, she's minister. the
1: Foreign Affairs Minister, who's but, also the Foreign Affairs Minister of Real Estate. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually going to look that up cuz that's what it's saying right there, but she's held a bunch of titles. Like she's been She everything. has, really.
1: Um
0: yeah, she is she's she's like the next in yeah. line.
1: So in uh there's another thing that I want to quote related to this from
0: Mail. It's uh
1: so this is from an article called Trudeau dodges questions about taxes on his family's wealth. Um I'm going to read a quote from this article from the Globe and Mail titled Trudeau dodges questions about taxes on his female, or uh, on his family wealth
0: Um, (laughs) On his female wealth? Yeah, yeah dodge dodge questions about that too So, So, um, my
1: quote Uh, Mr. Trudeau's disclosure form for the Office of Ethics Commissioner says he earns dividends from a company named uh, insert numbered company here he has sole owner ownership of this numbered company, mm-hmm. which also holds a significant interest in another numbered company. The sole director of this other numbered company, a wealthy Montreal tax lawyer, whose website says she has extensive experience in family trust and offshore trust matters, meaning, and like, end quote, meaning that he has off like he has offshore t- accounts to avoid taxes. So our prime yeah. minister. Yes, yeah, no, he definitely but does.
0: that's kind of fucked. That's why he's not going after that. the the on, the the Panama papers? on that list, yeah, right? 100%. He's not going to go after... On, on the Panama Papers, yeah, that's, he's not going that's after... Him. This. No. Oh There's no way.
1: Yes. <laughs> Let me go do something that's going to end me up in I'm jail.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not going to ha- well, yeah, Well, yeah, uh, he's doing something that should end him up in jail, but he's not going to do it because he's in yeah. a power position. Anyways, this person... To continue the quote, is the secretary of the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation, amongst others. That foundation operates with the help of a $125 million endowment granted by Jean Chrétien's liberal government. The prime minister is also a joint owner with his brother Alexander of another numbered company. The corporate profile says its activities in the Laurentian countryside include real estate development and the production and sale of timber and firewood. Its most recent evaluation for property tax was $2.73 million. End quote. So the <laughs> property tax was
0: $2.73 million, meaning... So that sounds like it's a considerable property. Tax.
1: Yeah, that's not a little. Right? I
0: would say. That, yeah, that's yeah. not... Uh, so it... Yeah, that's not a small investment. <laughs> Very small. That's not that's something that should be flying under the radar.
1: So, I uh, to beat this housing crisis, and I believe it's like the greatest... So, we have like so much things happening to Canada right now with the climate change happening, which is going to uh, affect us horribly. We have our uh, oil industry collapsing, because it should, but
0: our government's yeah. also not doing enough to mitigate yeah. that. Um, well, it just—it just the, is the—it is. It's never been able to support itself.
1: Yeah, it's been, like the only reason it was working.
0: Yeah. To say it's collapsing. It, yeah. It. It. We never gave it the chance to fail. Right. It. It was. It. It. Would never. It could never support itself. So. Um, yeah. To say it's collapsing is. Yeah. It's farcical. Right. <laughs> we're. We're finally allowing it to crumble. The way it, it was on the verge of originally. collapse
1: the, entire, the entirety of its existence because it only existed on subsidies. And yeah. now it's so unprofitable even with those subsidies that it's collapsing.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too is like um, a lot of that money like Al, the Albertans were all up in arms about how, how the oil money should be going towards Alberta, the province. It's like, well then the money that's supporting it should be coming out of Alberta province. Like, not out of the federal coffers, for God's sake. Um, But the whole thing with the tar sands, everything about that has just been insane from the beginning. Agreed. 100%.
1: But we're we're reaching this point where... our government is just so in bed with all of these companies and just so corrupt and trying to make mm-hmm. itself rich. And, like, there's no party that's not part of this. Um, you could no. argue that the NDP no. isn't, or the Green Parties, because they're uh, they've never really held power. But even still, like...
0: Yeah, but the... most of their, a lot of their... MPs and MPPs are are, are landowners and are yeah. business people, right? And they're engaged in all of these activities that I'm sure um, in the upper echelons of our society, there's, these are considered very normal exactly. everyday things, right? These are just having all these numbered companies to hide all your wealth, and uh, that it's it's a fairly fairly common thing for them, so they don't see it as no, breaking the they law, don't. right?
1: Technically, they're not breaking they're just... the law. It's just they're not acting in the interest of Canadians, which is what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, Canadian business does not equal yeah. Canadians. Like, there's also there's yeah, also this thing where exactly uh, the big banks are all upping their fees. Like, TD went from you know if you yeah. have two thousand dollars in your bank account, then you're not going to have fees, and they're upping that to five thousand dollars. At the same time, their yeah, uh, their profits are up from over last year. So it's not even like they had the same amount of profits as last year. They're no up significantly over last year, and they're and yeah. they're upping fees.
0: Yeah, no, they're yeah. doing great. And yeah, and there's no and uh, like I, the, the the article I'm looking at that says customers frustrated, and it's not even that you're just frustrated, but there's literally. You're powerless right now as a Canadian consumer um, with so many things, um, and there's literally no one that you can go to about this. The government's not going to do anything yeah. about the banks. They're just going. They're let not going to do anything with being this gouged with telecommunications. Um,
1: like we have the crappiest and most expensive no. telecommunications in the first world, like of any G seven country. Yeah, G- I'll, I'll use G seven because first world is like
0: that's really fucking antiquated. And right <laughs> yeah <borderline laughs> racist but yeah. like <laughs> but just yeah, yeah, but just yeah. g seven or whatever the, the 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 more the more the countries that that hold the balance of power yeah uh, over this world and uh yeah we are our our government may hold some power, but as a Canadian citizen it is uh it is you're feeling increasingly um squeezed uh yeah just squeeze but like yeah like it's just there's this sense like where it's just like what what would even be the point of doing anything now you know like it just feels like there's no one you can reach out to there's no one you that's going to help you with this stuff because it is it's it's absolute it's absolute nonsense the way we get treated by especially banks um, and telecommunications companies But just about any every company That comes over here and tries to do business here They raise their prices And uh, they, they really try and go after Canadians And none of these companies are losing That's money That's
1: right Apparent, um, The significant other was telling me that Amongst banks Canadian banks are the most Profitable in the world Um, I don't have yeah. anything to back that up I didn't look it up I um, I view her as a trusted source, obviously because she's my significant other, but
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: her ears to the ground a bit. Uh-huh. But like, makes sense. I, but the thing, I don't even bat an eye for that, right? Like because our government's, like the biggest sounds, thing yeah. that those banks do is take mortgages over to to make uh, to make money off mortgages, and all those mortgages are insured by the federal government. So if the mortgage goes under, the federal government's paying for it anyways. So why would they not just give everybody mortgages for mm-hmm. increasingly ridiculous amounts? And like they're just making money over hand over fist, and they have no risk because the federal government's insuring it.
0: There is absolutely no risk for them. That that is yeah. the absolute worst part. Um, it's just nothing is ever going to yeah. happen to these guys, and, and then. <laughs> Like the I just you you read it all the time like the the stuff uh, online where people are complaining about banks is like oh you miss a payment by a quarter and your uh, you know by twenty five cents and your punishment forty five dollars yeah you know like I'm <laughs> I'm short I'm I'm out of money so so hit me hard it's like why can't we be treated yeah. like the banks right. just bail us out yeah we bailed you out um related to this
1: um and slightly funnier if you remove yourself from the situation um did did you hear about <laughs> what the third least affordable city in north america is okay no. so so they get this um this affordability index okay so it's based off of the average average income yeah. average house price all right for specific cities. So, um, mm-hmm. we have Toronto and Vancouver are number one and two. All right. Um, I'll give you a hint that number three is Canadian, but guess which one it is. I'll give you one guess.
0: Uh, Montreal.
1: That's a really good guess. Um, I think number four would be Quebec City, because, you know, those are literally world-class cities, right? Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, it's Hamilton. Oh wow, Hamilton, Ontario is the third least affordable city in North
0: America. That is insane in North America. In North America, and like, wow, that is crazy. Yeah, it's and that's... But you know what? Just nothing. Nothing is affordable right now here.
1: No nothing at all um the closest we have is like uh the east coast but the east coast is still going up ridiculously right now so because yeah. everybody's moving away from ontario uh nobody wants to move to quebec because uh the language barrier um yeah and so quebec is really the the last bastion if you unless you count saskatchewan and manitoba but who wants to live in saskatchewan and manitoba like, no offense to Saskatchewan yeah, and Manitobans. So, like, I know people that actually yeah. want to live there. They think it's beautiful, and I'm sure it is very beautiful for specific uh, people, but it's not beautiful yeah, for me. I don't not... like flat. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it is just so much flat.
1: Yeah, and it's like I'm a sixth grader, and I'm like, oh, that girl's flat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: just not into the flat
1: Saskatchewan and Manitoba I'm sure have a
0: lot to offer but
1: I don't know I like to walk uh, out I like to go to a river yeah, like and
0: kayaking even there yeah. I'm 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 not sure you're right I don't know they have a lot to offer I, I haven't heard that
1: yeah <laughs> I've heard more people move away from them I mean like some 41 had that song I Hate Winnipeg
0: and <laughs> yeah yeah honestly and I've I've only really heard bad stuff about Winnipeg. Like oh. there's some there's some sites or whatever around the town, but for the most place for the most part it's 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 where Boring went to die. Yeah. So Man. or to be reborn maybe.
1: When I was just about seventeen, I hitchhiked I attempted to hitchhike across Canada with a friend. And we uh, <laughs> we got to Winnipeg, and Winnipeg, like it was relatively uneventful until we hit Winnipeg, and Winnipeg was a fucking shit yeah. show. And keep in mind, this is like really yeah, like eighteen nineteen years ago, right? Right. Um. So we we take the north like Ontario route, so we didn't skip through the states, which would was doable at that time because yeah nine one one. Um, mm-hmm. and so we take northern Ontario route takes a really long time get to winnipeg um i was 17 my friend was 18 um so he had to go to an adult shelter and i had to go to a youth shelter because of the age difference and really yeah yeah um but we managed to find a shelter where we could both go i think it was the adult shelter and we i was i never came from a rich family or even a middle class family but uh My mom, Mm -hmm. like a single mom, she had four kids, but she always made sure I had enough clothes and food in my belly for the most part. Um, Mm -hmm. So me and my friend, uh, he was middle class, like upper middle class, were dressed well in this adult shelter. And so you you go Mm -hmm. into this weight room, you have to book in around five o'clock, and there's this big room, like a, a big cafeteria room without a table. So there's nothing in the room and people are just lined up with their backs to the wall sitting down. So we find an empty spot on the wall to sit down. The two of us sit and the entire room is just staring at us like, like they're going to kill us.
0: We (laughs) are dressed
1: relatively well. I had a crappy teenage haircut. Uh, My friend had a better haircut, but it was probably equally crappy because he was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah.
0: And uh Like he thought it was cool. But... Yeah,
1: and I never thought that I was going to die before. Like, I've done some stupid shit in my life, but I've never been like, oh, mm-hmm. this is the night that I die. But tonight, <laughs> I was like, you know what? This is probably the night that I'm going to die. This is probably <laughs> the night I die. Uh, oh, that's
0: a horrible realization. Yeah,
1: and so we're sitting there, being stared down by the entire room, and this giant <laughs> of an indigenous man and I mean, like, well over six foot. Like, my friend was six foot. He, yeah. This guy towered over him. So he must have been, like, six-five, six-six or something. Built like a fucking brick shit house. Dressed entirely in immaculate white. Comes down and finds <laughs> a sp- spot right next to my friend. And everybody in the room stopped looking at us. Really? Yeah. And that was either a really good thing or a really, really bad thing.
0: (laughs) Really bad thing, yeah. Like, they didn't want to be witnesses. Yeah, uh, so uh, uh, we just left.
1: (laughs) uh, We ended up up getting a room to to sleep in at this sleazy strip club motel. And it turns out that the week before we'd been there, there was a shooting. Like, somebody had been dead.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you were, like, still better. Still Still 100% better.
1: better than the shelter.
0: Oh my but god. But that's kind of what I'm what I mean. Like
1: Manitoba's fucked. Winnipeg's fucked. It's probably better since the last 18 years. But it's like it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. And somehow Hamilton, which until a week ago when I read this article, was comparable to Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Hamilton's Yeah. Always. And don't get me wrong, like, I love Hamilton. There's something There's something that I absolutely love about mm-hmm. it, but, like, I get why people think it's dirty and gross. Because I love it because it's dirty yeah. and gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but how is this the
0: third most unaffordable city in North America? And what's worse is that no matter how hard you're trying to get ahead... If you're there, you're still in Hamilton. <laughs> like, you're being way overcharged. Yeah. To still, in the end, be in Hamilton. Like, that's what I keep thinking whenever I look at these housing prices, especially in Windsor. And it's like, did these people know, like, they're going to get this house and it's still going to be in Windsor? Yeah. It, right? <laughs> it's still this crapple. Like, it's the same crapple. Why are we paying... Like completely different prices for the houses. Yeah. Nothing is nothing's changed. No, certainly nothing has improved. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one thing that has improved in Windsor is um, uh, Drew Dilkins went out or mayor there and he spent a ton of money on parks. They redid like all the parks. Oh, good for them. And man, do the like the play equipment for yeah. the kids, right? Looks so good. These are some like awesome parks and it's getting people out and doing stuff does it justify the, <laughs> increase in the no because parks are free yep it doesn't matter i don't own a house i can still go to the parks it's yep. fine nobody says anything they stare at you kind of weird but they don't say yep. anything so they don't generally stare i'm normally the one I'm, i i honestly if i get stared at i deserve it so that's that's just oh, you're just getting stared
1: at because of your rugged yeah, kids looks Come on, my friend that's right, yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had Because uh, we were doing gym class, right we did the the packets, yep, so I was doing gym class with the boys there, and so I was uh chasing them around the the jungle gym, and it was like if if uh, don't let Dad catch you, so that was the name of the game, very simple game, if Dad catches you, you had to do like whatever I called out, so I'd be like five push ups, you know maybe we do we just go from there so. It was, it was a lot of fun, and it fulfilled the requirement, so that was good, too. Yeah. That's fair. we got that covered. But,
1: that, yeah, thanks to the mayor and his good parks. Thank you, mayor, and your good parks.
0: They are awesome. They are Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, I uh, whenever I run the city down, that's the first thing that I think of is, you know what? They did do that one thing, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. But that's that doesn't... That doesn't justify (laughs) the gigantic increase in housing. Yeah,
1: and, like, I shit on Trudeau all the time. Because, you know, he's a racist and a fake feminist and all sorts of other shit like that. Um, Yeah. But he also... He's trying to ban single-use plastics. Or at least he's saying that. He's going to try to use it as an election
0: issue. Yeah. Which... He says a lot of stuff, which is the problem, and doesn't follow through on it. But, yeah. The single-use plastic thing... If he actually gets around to it, that sounds like something good. Unfortunately, with the Liberal Party, there are so many things that you only hear about when an election's coming up. And they know that an election's going to come up, so they bring it up, so they'll never have to do it. But then they can say stuff like, there are still liberals who will go on uh, Twitter and be like, oh, it's because of Jack Layton uh, not supporting Paul Martin's uh, bid that we now don't have... uh, um because you couldn't try that Paul again Martin was gonna after bring in child cares right yeah it's not there's not and no one actually thought they were gonna do it and if it was important to them they would have done it immediately upon getting back into power yeah. they they have not and they don't care to And they're not going to do farm care either. No, they're not. And they're going to keep talking about it. That stuff comes up... All the time. It comes up right before an election. They've got so much mileage out of it. And there are morons out there who believe them. But the thing is, like...
1: They always use the NDP platform to get elected. And then don't follow through.
0: Yeah. They're like, oh, yeah.
1: Like, the only thing they did from the first thing that I can remember was uh, marijuana legalization. Which, uh... That was it. Have Have I ever shared with you my big piss-off about the marijuana legalization? No. Okay. Um,
0: What is it? My big
1: piss-off with it is that I think it's inherently racist. racist. All right? So, before marijuana was legalized, everybody called it marijuana, which was uh, Mm -hmm. the colloquial term by, you know, from largely, it was like a a Mexican term, right? Mary Jane. Yeah. For uh, that plant and once it got legalized yeah. everybody's like no it's cannabis <laughs> so when it's like even during the legalization they're like we're going to mar- we're going to legalize marijuana <laughs> and then it's
0: <laughs> once it's
1: legal they no longer call it marijuana <laughs> it's like
0: now it's cannabis that is yeah. true yeah and
1: it's like is that because it's a mexican term and i kind of think so
0: yeah, because they
1: used it up until, it, like, up until it was legal. Because everybody knows what it is, and if you yeah. talk to anybody, they still know what it is. But even like people in the industry are like, "No, it's cannabis, cannabis." I'm like, "Fuck you, that's racist." <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're trying to say it has something to do with um, the bad name that the street drug has, right? And it's like, yeah, but well, I mean. That wasn't like anything to do with the plant or what. No, we that was because it, it was like, illegal. It just, like... yeah, yeah. It had no. We don't need to name it something new. We just need to realize that yeah, it was probably dumb to be fighting it in the yeah. first place. And so... cannabis is like a scientific term. The war on drugs was a terrible right? like, idea. It's the cannabis, yeah, like,
1: yeah. But I don't. Dog having a dog is legal. We don't call them canines. We call yeah. them dogs because.
0: Yeah, we didn't make the switch over.
1: Or, I guess in Quebec, we call them Sheeran. But we don't call them whatever the Spanish call them, because fuck the Spanish.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we hate Spanish.
1: Fuck you Latinos.
0: (laughs) Anything said, yeah. If dogs were illegal, yeah. (laughs) No, that's the thing for Canada. We we have enough with the two languages. We're not inviting any other languages to party. We're just done with this. This is enough languages. Two is enough. We're yeah. over
1: it So uh <laughs> It is enough it, It's a lot Two languages Like we have so many problems yeah. Because of these two languages
0: I agree Yeah Honestly percent agree No we won't We won't do yeah. any more
1: Yeah So Any other topics You want to talk about today?
0: Uh Honestly Yeah no I'm just trying. to I'm just trying to make it through the day, I <laughs> And, uh, it's been so much back and right. forth. I've, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting Hold enough on. sleep to be effective Hold at one Hold on one, one second.
1: Let's just, um, end it here. Yep. Um, this has been your weekly DJ.